Podcast, episode 27. Here with my boy Judah. Let's get into it. What's up, Dougie? How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm doing well. I'm, I'm happy to be back. I know we had a little bit of a scare there last week, but <laughs> we're back and we're, we're ready for a great episode. Yeah, it's been a busy past couple weeks, so sorry for the late upload, but we're here now, so... It's all that matters, man. We had to stop waiting. We had to take action and That's get it right. up. <laughs> there you go. That's what it's all about there, man. Yeah, no doubt, man. How's your how's your training been? Uh, it's been good. I just, you know, been... It's kind of the same normal thing, just riding as much as I can. I mean, I've got, you know, work, aim, wedding planning, which is coming up in, like, the next, like, two weeks, which is crazy, and then just trying to ride, too, so... Um, haven't been able to ride as much as I've wanted to, but I've done some riding. I uh, got a little hundred miler in last last week, so yeah. Talk talk about that for a second. <laughs> I feel like you just yeah, kind of so brushed over that like it wasn't a big deal. It's a pretty big deal. So it's my first. It's actually my first century ride ever, um, which is kind of crazy because I've been riding for about two years now. But um, yeah, it was it was pretty gnarly. I mean, we had <laughs> we had. 10,500 feet of elevation gain, I think. So it was a decent, it was a lot of climbing actually. Um, I thought it was never going to end. Um, but it ended up being, yeah, like 107 miles, 10,500 feet of climbing. We did it in about seven and a half hours, I think. Um, but yeah, it was a good ride. It was definitely fun to push the limits a little bit, push the mind. It's a good time. Sweet. Yeah. I've got, I've got two follow-up questions for that. One, is what are you like what are you thinking about like during this climb because like obviously yeah it's not a quick sprint like it's a long duration like what are you do you thinking what are you thinking about well i mean (laughs) it's a good question so i rode with my buddy dylan so he was you know just somebody to talk to while we were out there we talked about all kinds of stuff i mean we were just talking about how thankful and like blessed we are to be out in one of the coolest places in the nation riding bikes and like being able to live around here so we talked about that and just talked about life and i don't know you just kind of enjoy nature and kind of shut your brain off a little bit which is kind of nice yeah that's that's a solid answer yeah i I mean it's just it's relaxing it's kind of a therapy for sure right like we didn't have music playing or anything so we were just hanging out enjoying the bikes enjoying the outdoors and just just sending it. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. So then my second question is, what is your go-to fueling snack on the bike for a long, long ride like that? That is a great question. So um, I would say Haribo gummy bears. Wow. Yeah, it's great. I'm telling you, if you're ever into cycling, go get some gummy bears for long rides because really when you're burning that many calories and stuff, the only way you can refuel is by dumping one carbs in some caffeine and then also just a lot of sugar. And so the Haribo's, the gummy bears really help with the sugar. Um, and then I also have like a lot of energy gels with me. Um, I think I had, I can just run you through all the fueling I had. So I had 10, um, energy gels two um, honey stinger waffles which are like these little packages with these little waffles in it they're really good for fueling and carbs and stuff um i had also some energy like uh little gel 
tablets. And then I also had two bottles with Gatorade mix in them with a lot of Gatorade mix in them for just like more calories and more sugar, um, just to keep, keep fueling me. And then we also halfway through stopped at Chick-fil-A. Oh, wow. So that was good just to have a fuel, full meal through the middle. But the key is just staying on top of your fueling before you start feeling bad. Cause if you start feeling bad and feeling underfueled and hard to catch kind of weak, yeah, there's no way to really recover from that. So yeah. you just have to start fueling right, right off the bat, like every 32 minutes to an hour and just keep fueling your body. Cause you're going to, I think I burned like 7,000 calories or something like that. Yeah. Wow. That's <laughs> insane. So yeah, it was, it was pretty wild, but you just kind of, you have to keep it simple and just tell yourself, you know, just one, one pedal stroke in front of the other. And eventually I'm going to stop having to pedal. So you just gotta, you can't think about it. If you, if you think about it too much, it'll overwhelm you. Right. But it was a good time. So that was, that was a stellar, stellar segment there about your bike experience. <laughs> if you get me talking about bikes, it's, we'll be on here for like two hours. So yeah. anyways, how's your training going? It's going well. It's, um, it's all over the place. All over the place. Dude. Yeah. I just, I've come to the conclusion that I'm a free man and I can train however I want to train. And I yeah. think, you know, we were, we were talking about this last night. Just like, I, I love, I love fitness. Like I love being active and I love being healthy. No doubt. I love lifting heavy weights. I love doing hypertrophy, like volume, trying to build muscle, but I also love endurance. I love running. I love hit. I really like yep. hit workouts. I like, I like just making it fun and creative. Like I like doing stuff that's challenging both phys- physically and mentally and just making it like something where, you know, I'm excited to go do it because it's not just like, Oh, go do 10 curls or yeah. go do back squat workout today. Like go do a bear crawl and then do a burpee and then do 10 pull-ups. So like just something, right. you know, that's really kind of mix it up. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I've been doing. I've been kind of going through different, different workouts, different things, just staying active. I feel really good right now. And, yeah. uh, you know, there's, there's a few things I want to lock in and work on, but I just, I want to keep it fun, man. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, I mean, I think one of the things that you love too about like the endurance side of things is just the mental side of things too. And all of them have different, like talk about like your favorite parts of each one, like Mm. the heavy lifting, the endurance side of things. What do you like about each one of those? Yeah, that's, that's a really pretty good question. All right. So I think we go like the heavy lifting, just like the straight power, um, like low reps almost like max and just just really moving away i think that one's that one's good just because you feel like you just feel i'm trying to <laughs> you just feel like a beast honestly like i don't yeah. know how to describe it more than that like you just feel like you're really doing something um i'd really like the volume i like the volume just because you get a pump um yeah. the, the feeling of a pump is like no other i mean i think that's something that you know if you if you know what that feels like you can relate mm-hmm. um, and you feel like you're just like getting stronger oh yeah it just makes you feel like yeah i got a good workout in 100 like, definitely gonna be stronger after 100 percent. and i i do like the endurance you know like you said for the mental aspect like i ran i ran a half marathon a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago and that was you know i was alongside run obviously like training for basketball like that is not good to do long distance running it obviously is not ideal for you know what it, what it creates in your body and with your slow twitch and all that stuff right but yeah, I really enjoyed that. I mean, I thought that was kind of put my body to a mental test and it was more of like, how long can I hold on my mind, you know, to, to really try to, you know, control my body. So yeah, I think it's cool. You see like there's different things you can take from each one. Um, the hits cool because the hit kind of combines it all. It's yeah. like the, the strength, the fist, like your body has to be like physically fit, 
but also you need that endurance to like you know go fast and and get through the circuit or whatever you're doing so yeah it's it's fun to just do a little bit of everything yeah talk a little bit more about that half marathon how'd it go it was good so yeah good? that's kind of it's it's a funny story so i was in i was in greenville south carolina for a wedding uh, my mom's friend's daughter got married and so we were down there super greenville is a super cool city mm-hmm. um you know I'm not trying to like go all over the place like we played like playing the socon there's a lot of fun places to go i would say greenville is probably my second favorite place behind charleston Wow, um, that we went. And it's, it's just it's just a cool place. Like Furman's down there, obviously. That's where I ended up going. But yeah, I met up with their strength coach, um, who's a really cool guy, and I'd love to have him on the podcast soon. And uh, we met up. We were going to just do a little run. We did a we put in three miles, and he had to train some of the players. And so um, yeah, I was like, all right, man. Like I appreciate it. And then I was like, oh, I think I'm gonna tack on a couple more. I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah. No, like the, that morning I woke up, I had no intentions of running half marathon. <laughs> it was the craziest thing. Like. We talk about fueling. Like, I had no fueling. I had no water. I had nothing. You I didn't just, have water? No. At all? Not until I finished. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, like, it was crazy. So, like, I pumped just around. They have a beautiful campus. They've got a big lake on their campus. Like, I hit a bunch of laps around that. There's actually a greenway connected to Furman. And so, I, I punched in some miles on that. But I was just like, I'm just going to just, I'm going to do it. That's um, incredible. And I tried, my goal was really just to hold my pace under eight minutes. So I think I, I ran like a 7.53 pace. So what did that end up being? What was your total time? It's like an hour and 43 minutes. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it was a solid effort. I will say when I finished, I was excited, but I didn't realize how sore. I'd never been that sore. And you can ask like really? my mom and, or my brother like at the wedding later that night, like my hip flexors were so tight. Dude, I could barely walk. <laughs> I swear, like I, I literally felt like, you know, I was physically like, and I was in a really bad place. Yeah. Uh, and that lasted Jeez. for about three or four days. You think you could hold that pace for a marathon? Uh, I think if you trained for it, you definitely could. If I trained for it, yeah, I could. I think I yeah. could. I'm not going to sit here and say I couldn't do anything. I'm gonna, I can do anything I put my mind to. So. That's right. That's yeah, true. absolutely. That is very true. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's that's crazy. I can't believe you didn't drink anything or eat anything. But I mean, over, like under two hours, usually you can be okay. When it gets over that two-hour mark, though, I feel like that's when... People's bodies usually start to tank as far as just energy and yeah. dehydration and stuff, but that's sick. No, yeah, I know. I remember, like, I didn't burn. I mean, as many probably calories as you did when you yeah. did that that bike. But I, at ten o'clock in the morning, I'd already burned. I'd already burned like forty five hundred calories. Yeah, no, that's killer. And it was already ten a.m. and I was like, "Geez, like, <laughs> I got a and lot of eating to do." None in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God, so that's wild. Yeah, man. And you know, the coolest part about it was it was a sunny day, and I had on a fresh pair of blenders. Ooh, yeah. nice segue. Nice segue. So yeah, no, the blenders glasses, man. I'll tell you what, like you know, I've got, I've got the performance pair. They're they're awesome. They are pretty um, cool. And I was just, I'm really impressed with what the company's done. I'm not trying to sell, like I'm really not trying to sell them. I'm just talking about them. Like they come in a soft case. You can clean your glasses, and then the ones I have actually come in a hard case too. Yep. Like the, just the packaging, the the amount of value you get, and then obviously just the quality and performance of the product itself. Like the glasses are they're really really good yeah yeah the the quality of the glasses are really good for the price um i have some of the the floats and i use them at work all the time because i work on a lake um, at a marina and so it's just it's nice having the peace of mind that if i drop my glasses in the lake they're just gonna float on top of the water and i don't have to worry about them i actually surfed in my glasses the a couple days ago wake surfed off the back of a boat so they're just great for anything i mean that's the cool thing about blenders too is they have all styles of 
of sunglasses that are super cool, really cool colors. I love everything about them. Yeah, no doubt. My mom even has a couple pair. Really? Yeah, she has a couple pair, and uh, yeah, they're they're great. And you know, if you want some, we're not going to tell right. you not to go get them. You know, you can go get them uh, and use use code AIM at checkout. You'll get sixteen percent off. You know, we have to take care of our our family, our AIM family here, and so you know right. we're looking out for you guys. We really do want you guys to be equipped with the the correct apparatus for your endeavors. No doubt, no doubt. So if you want some, if you want some glasses. Stop waiting and take action. Ooh, that's right. <laughs> take action and go get you some glasses with code AIM at checkout. Take action and go to the link in our bio. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's in the link in our bio on Instagram. It'll take you right there. Actually, if you click the link in our bio, it'll take you and go ahead and apply the code for you so you don't even have to do that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Thanks, Doug, for doing yeah, that. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's jump in, man. Stop waiting take action i mean it's it's we, we've touched on this a lot but it's something like you mm-hmm. just gotta keep talking about it because it's it's what people it's need reminder. to hear yeah and it's like it really is like that push like you gotta just you just gotta go do it yeah i i mean i think it it's something that i apply to my life literally every day and it's something that i'm not always the best at either um you know like it's i've always i am a proclaimed procrastinator for sure Um, and I don't always love that about myself. Sometimes it's good for being really creative. Sometimes I can really, I feel like, I feel like procrastinating to a point can be good for creativity sometimes. Um, but a lot of times it's also a downfall and is really hard. So, and one of the things that I've just realized is if I want to get something done and get it done efficiently, then I have to take action right now. If I want to start doing, you know, a hundred pushups a day, then I have to start taking action right now. So, you know, a lot of times I feel like a lot of people will be like, yeah, let's, I want to start doing, you know, whatever it is, whatever workout, whatever it is in life. Um, and they're like, I'll start tomorrow or I'll start on Monday or, you know, I'll start next week. Like that's feels like a great time. And I know mentally it feels, it feels good to be able to set it at that time. But a lot of times when, once you get to that point, you're not as motivated. And so I think the best thing to do is just, if you want to do hundred pushups a day and you feel like that right this second, get down pause this podcast and get down and start doing some pushups. You know what I mean? Like, like stop waiting because if you wait, you're going to lose that motivation because motivation is not always around, but determination is. Yeah. And so you just have to, stop and just take action immediately. If you want to start a business, start, you know, like start calling people. That's what we did. You know, start calling people, start doing more research, like start it right this second, you know, 100%. And I think, you know, where we differ, uh, we've got a lot of similarities where we differ with this aspect. It's probably where I come in. Like I, I don't like procrastinating at all. Right. Like, I like getting stuff like even with schoolwork. Like, yeah. I like getting stuff done early. But my my downfall, my my catch is that I get so excited about so many things mm-hmm. that I want to like I want to do ten things at one time. Right. And so I, that's the same thing applies. So so what I like to do is like kind of looking at you know everything I've got going on, and then you really kind of have to just put it in a list, like a priority yep. list, and be like, okay, I'm gonna tackle this first thing first. Then I'll move on to the second thing. I'm not going to yep. do the third thing until the one and two are done. And so like, especially with something like this with aim, like we've, it's been so cool to kind of see where we took an idea, 
made social accounts, then, uh, you know, an apparel line. And then we had, you know, created an ambassador team. And, like, we, we did all these cool things. And, and it's just amazing how it's grown. But, like, the only way we did that is by, you know, just stop waiting and taking action. Like, we took action and we kept pushing. Right. And now, like, as we continue to grow, thankfully, like, we've got so many opportunities, so many different things we're working on. But in order to make them happen, like, we got to take action. And so that's – it's so true with what with, with you said, Judah, is just, like – just just do it like you just got to do it and yep. yeah just like and don't wait for other people i think that's the biggest thing is a lot of times yeah that's true yeah like you it's got to be it's got to be an internal thing like where you're gonna be like i'm gonna do this for me i'm gonna take action because i want it bad enough not because someone else wants me to do it and i think that's something you've got to just find and this is a this is a this is something that if you apply it to your entire life it'll take you a really far ways because it can be applied in every single aspect of life. Like in, in the workplace, if your boss sees that like you're not waiting around for him to tell you to do something and you're taking action and you're going that extra mile and doing things, you know, that you weren't even asked to do, like that's going to lead to a promotion. That's going to lead to a pay raise, like things like that. Like it's just, it's going to propel you forward of so many other people because there's so many people that find comfort in waiting. Yeah, you know, like waiting is pretty comfortable. Procrastinating is pretty comfortable because you just like it's just it's an all mental thing, and so it's you have to get past that mental block and say no. Listen, I'm I don't need to be comfortable. Like comfortable is for you know people that aren't trying to meet the goals that I want to meet, and so let's take action and like actually go get this done. And that's what we're all about here at AIM is like keeping ambition in mind and going out and getting and meeting your goals. Yeah, absolutely. And I think to really break it down and even beat it even a little harder, like the, the thing you have to realize and understand is like taking action is essentially like two things. It's, it's one, it's investing yep. and investments compound over yeah. time. And so like if you think about it, like if you take action day over day over day over day, like the time you're putting in, the action you're putting in is compounding. Like it, yeah. it's growing exponentially. And so like, that's what a lot of people don't realize is like, okay, so say I want to start this, this ab challenge or say I want to start this workout program. I'm going to start it next week. It's the first of the month is next Tuesday. I'm going to, I like to start it on a, a good day. So like, yeah. I'm going to just wait, but you have nine days, whatever, 10, seven to nine days before that, that, uh, you know, unofficial start date where you could be punching in every single day and seeing progress. Yeah. It's, it's the same thing with like investing in stocks or, you know, even in like a 401k, like you see all those examples all the time in like finance classes where yeah. the kid that starts investing when he's 18 or 20 mm-hmm. or when he's done, he'll have like three or four million dollars versus if you start investing in your thirties, you're only going right. to have like a couple hundred thousand. Like it's the same yeah. thing. Yeah, no, it's so true. It's so true. It's, it's, it's truly amazing. I mean, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's incredible. I mean, like that compounding thing is insane. Like even if, even if you can't do 20 push ups right now, I, I'm just using the push up analogy, you know, like just doing a couple push-ups or just something every single day. Like if you're wanting to lose some weight or something, like even if an hour is too much to do right now, if you can't fit it in your schedule, just doing something is better than doing nothing. You know, yeah. that's what, that's, what's amazing about, about that kind com- that compounding thing is just, it's just the, the idea of consistency. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think that's that's some good stuff. It's great. So the moral of the story is stop waiting and take action. Take action. Awesome. Yeah, well, we want to jump into this. This next thing, this next topic is huge. It is a really big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, name, image, likeness, NIL. People that follow the sports world probably have heard about this. You know, it's, it's, it's going to affect everyone um, in some shape or form. And so it's something we want to address and talk about how it's going to be a great opportunity for AIM yep. and also just helping people, which is what our intent is. So, you know, jumping right in, basically what, what it is for people that don't know, name image likeness is associated with the NCAA. So prior mm-hmm. to July 1st of 2021, student athletes were not allowed to profit off their name images or the likeness of them playing college sports. And it really put a lot of limitations and, and with restrictions on what student athletes could do in a business, you know, in a business formality and what they could do personally with jobs. Like there was a, there was a lot of effects. And so the fact that the NCAA is allowing student athletes to now profit off their name, image, likeness, start a brand, yep. you know, do an endorsement, whatever, you know, there, there's still some rules with it, but there's so much more freedom and it's, it's just a long time coming and I'm so excited uh, for these athletes. It's a big deal. Can you... What are some effects that it had on you when you were playing college basketball for Western? Yeah. Like, what were some effects that it had on you personally that, like, prevented you from doing, you know, what you wanted to do, really? That's a great question. The biggest thing I would say is it limited my ability to market my businesses and the different things I was doing from a business standpoint. So, like, for example... I've, I've always hustled. I've always done business. Even when I was like before middle school, like I was selling stuff at school. Like, you know, that's just kind of, it's been in my blood and I've loved that. And it's just who I am. It's, you know, I love it. Um, but yeah, so jumping into college, like when it was like a legit thing, the NCAA was enforcing it, you know, even I'd, I'd try to date back to freshman year. Like I had some business opportunities I was kind of getting into. And then sophomore year I get to Western and I get in trouble with NCAA and, yeah. you know, I think I might have shared the story. You know the story. I mean, kind of the, the brief of it is that, you know, I was on a trainer that I work out with back home. I was on his website and I was going to help him sell an online training program. And the only thing that got me in trouble was that I had a bio on this guy's website. And it said Douglas Elks. And in the bio said he plays basketball Western Carolina. That alone removed me from eligibility with NCAA. And I had to work to get reinstated, do all this paperwork. I didn't get paid a dollar. Yeah. But that alone at the time was against the rules, which is crazy. Yeah. It's just, it's just crazy. But yeah, so now, I mean, even with AIM, like, you know, one of the biggest things we had to hurdle was how we promoted it. And so I think, you know, the coolest thing we did was, you know, we had, we had like a lot of friends that just really supported it. And so right. it wasn't where we were like trying to do big ads or we weren't trying to like, you know, promote it or say we were sponsored or anything. Like we were just, it was a movement that well, we were just we trying to help people. And we couldn't bring our athlete friends into it at all either. Exactly. Just for fear of them getting caught, you know, by the NCAA too. Yeah, exactly. And, and so, yeah, that that's the biggest thing. And at the end of the day, like I just, and this is what, this has been my position from the jump is like, I don't necessarily think the school themselves need to pay the athletes. Uh, that I, I think it would be cool if they would, but I'm not going to argue that. What I'm yeah. going to argue is that student athletes have the freedom and rights to do conduct business in a, in a formal and a fair way, just as any other student would be able to in a free market. And that's that's essentially what's going to happen now, um, which is it's just long overdue. And 
I'm just so excited for student athletes just to have that freedom. Not yep. saying they need it. Not every student athlete hearing this needs to go start a business or a brand, but like just that you have the ability to is, is right. what really matters. Now, are they going to allow schools to pay their their athletes? So that's that's a conversation that's probably being talked about right now. The big focus is name, image, likeness. Um, right. Prior to that, actually, the week before they came out with name, image, likeness stuff, there was different regulations about what schools can do in terms of educational benefits. Right. Even with that, prior to all these rule changes, like there were so many restrictions. Like schools couldn't give certain amounts of like supplies or resources. Like they couldn't give a certain type of laptop because it was too nice. Like stuff yeah. like that. But they're, they're starting to ease off those rules as well. Um, so it's just, it's just the way it should be. I'm excited about it. And it really ties into kind of what we want to talk about with these, you know, this opportunity for us now to partner with athletes. Right and really push our vision and our mission with them. Yeah, I'm super excited about being able to help out other athletes and bring them in and really provide for some services for them and just help them, you know, grow in whatever they're wanting to be, you know, and just be able to stand behind them and them support us and just really establish more of a community around the country like what we've always talked about doing um, through these athletes. Yeah. And I, I look at it like as a big, it's a huge win-win opportunity for AIM. And basically, you know, the, the two sides of it are that we're going to be able to provide athletes with outstanding service, with education, yep. with opportunity, and, you know, really support them and really help them grow their plat- their personal brand and platform. Yep. And at the same time, like, like dude, from the jump, like our, our vision with this, with AIM, has been to touch as many lives as possible. Yep. Now with the help of these athletes, we're going to be able to be touching way more lives, so much more exposure. Like we're going to be able to get this mindset of having ambition to so many more people because we're going to have these awesome people associated with our brand now. And so it's, it's just a beautiful win-win for both parties, and there's just going to be so much value on each side. Yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible. I'm excited, um, and I'm excited to be able to see all of these different athletes thrive just because, you know, I, I used to – I knew you when you were a college athlete, and it was just kind of sad to see all the things that they were able to restrict you from. Um, and now all of that is going to be lifted, hopefully, and so – these athletes are really going to be able to make a future for themselves. Cause that was the thing that always upset me is it felt like, you know, for you and stuff, like you couldn't do the things that you wanted to do in order to set yourself up for success after college um, because of the way that they restricted you. And, you know, you didn't have time for a job like outside of like basketball, like that was a full-time job. And so I'm excited to see what, how that works, but yeah, no doubt. And I, I think the big thing that I'm excited about is just like, pouring into as many athletes as we can to help yeah. them with education because I know like personally I was I was blessed I had some really good mentors you know that kind of taught me a lot about business about life and like stuff like that but you know not all athletes are you know have that luxury and so if we can provide that where we're, we're teaching them about management about marketing about you know how to conduct sales like just different things like that that you know are taught in school but not to the full effect of real life experience like that's where I'm excited about, you know, just, just really empowering athletes. Yeah. I think that's that's super, super cool. Um, and, yeah. and that's what they deserve. Yeah, because at the that. end of the day, the athletes are the ones that work their butt off to get to where they are and to create the name that they have. And so they should be able to, I mean, that's what this whole thing is, is they should be able to use that name that they've created for themselves. And that's what's exciting is the, the, the possibilities, the opportunity 
and just everything that comes with that that these athletes are gonna be able to do and i'm excited to to get to help them with that yeah and, and it's cool because like not only like obviously we're, we're talking about athletes because they're a big deal but like yeah you know this aim is getting to a point where we, we are going to be able to start doing partnerships brand partnerships with different people athletes and non-athletes like you know we've kind of been promoting it a little bit trying to get a you know kind of a gauge of the interest and we've had people hit us up that are like joining the police force yeah like man. the military crossfit athletes like trainers like it's pretty cool to see how many people want to be kind of involved with the brand and that's the cool thing about what we're doing is like we're, we're going to be able to really work with a lot of different types of people yeah no doubt no doubt so if you are interested in becoming a name athlete um you can email us at ambition in mind 247 at gmail.com or you can dm us on instagram whatever works best for you just get in touch with us we want to hear from you we want to hear more about your story and who you are and really just see if there's a possibility to to collab with you and grow this grow this movement absolutely yeah no it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome and you know i, I will say i want i want you know we want aim athletes all over the country we yep. want people to help us all over the country but i do want to take care of our western carolina athletes that's right you know they're they're near and dear to Go our cats, heart baby and uh right around the corner so we definitely want to look out for you guys so y'all make sure you hit us up for sure for sure awesome man well this has been a great episode i've uh i've really enjoyed it and i hope you guys have been able to take something away from this that has really benefited you but doug you got anything else take action man don't wait you know i think the cool thing about these athletes is that we're gonna they're gonna have an opportunity to take action out of some of this stuff and we can help them and you know obviously that's that's for them but at the same time like whoever's listening to this like take action don't wait any longer like it is your time your time is now you know ambition of mine has your back we're here for you guys if we can do anything you know let us know and we will help you but we just want to see people taking action we want to see people crushing it and we want to see people keeping ambition in mind that's right i love it bro cool well thank you guys again so much for listening um and have a great rest of your week and as always keep ambition in mind